the Messy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. Michael Porter once said, strategy is about setting yourself apart from the competition. It's not a matter of being better at what you do. It's a matter of being different at what you do. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Amanda Goldman Petrie. Amanda began her coaching career as founder of Market Like a Nerd, where she teaches coaches how to grow multiple six-figure businesses without the hustle or sacrifice. After generating over half a million dollars in sales in four months and expanding her business to 31 different countries, Amanda became internationally renowned as the Work Smarter, Not Harder online marketing coach. Then you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. And our expert, Amanda, will share her experience, expertise, and the tools she suggests to get it all cleaned up. How messy is your backend? Is it holding you back? Is it making it so that you can't make more money? You can't serve your purpose? Visit themessybackend.com today and find out just how messy your backend is and how to clean it up. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Are you missing profit opportunities? Are you feeling stuck and not able to reach that elusive next level? Struggling with building a team? Struggling to find out why so much money is going out the door and not coming in the door? If you're ready to catapult your growth, then visit thestartupprofit.com today. Find out how it works find out what people are saying, find out what we're doing, and how we can help you grow your business. Check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. And now on to our expert, Amanda Goldman Petrie, for her expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. So today we have a messy back-end question submitted by an anonymous listener. He says, I have run a few Facebook ads with little response. How do I make Facebook ads work best for my business? All right, cool, good question. So there's a couple things that go into this and I wanna start by first saying that this is an extremely common thing that entrepreneurs experience when they start diving into Facebook ads because Facebook ads, they're not for the faint of heart. They are highly, highly technical. They require a whole lot of strategy and even some of the most skilled marketers struggle with Facebook ads. So I typically recommend that you just delegate them out to a Facebook ads manager because they're also extremely time intensive and very, very monotonous. It takes a very specific type of personality to deal with Facebook ads day in and day out. So <laughs> even though I have managed Facebook ads for some of the biggest coaches in the industry, and I'm extremely skilled at doing Facebook ads, I still am not the person who's manage, managing them day to day in our own business. We actually have an employee who is the go-to person for our ads and for all of our, the client ads that we manage. So even with all of my technical still, skills, I'm still delegating out the day-to-day -day operations of those ads. So that's just something to consider if you're not very technical or you're not someone who's very 
you know, strategic or you don't know how to do split testing or copywriting or graphic design, those might be the types of things that you want to hire out so that you can get better results. Now, let's say that, you know, you're just, you know, no, Amanda, I don't want to hire out or you know, I really want to understand it before I hire it out because that's, you know, how our control freak business minds work, right? So <laughs> what goes into creating ads that convert? So there's a couple things that there's, there's, there's three steps to a wholesome Facebook ad strategy that generates leads and sales. Most entrepreneurs, when they first get into Facebook ads, they're only using one type of ad. They're using an opt-in ad. Or, I mean, in some cases, they're just trying to get likes. I would never recommend that you run an ad campaign that's designed just to get likes on your fan page. If you want to actually get results, meaning financial return from your ads, you need to be running ads to an opt-in page to a sales funnel. And so most entrepreneurs, when they start doing ads, that's the only type of ad that they're running is they're just going straight to the opt-in page. They're just going straight to that free gift for the funnel. But that's just one piece of the strategy. If you want your ads to work, there are three tiers to your ads. The first tier is what we call the top of the funnel. This is the type of ads that you, that you run that build up an audience, an engaged audience that you can then tap into later to get people to opt in. What will happen a lot of times is when entrepreneurs run ads straight to the opt-in page, particularly if they have no list in advance, no buyers list in advance, nothing to upload to the targeting, they'll get pretty high cost per leads and it'll scare them. So they'll start to back away and not put as much money into those ads. So, you know, if you want to create ads that get lower cost per leads that aren't as intimidating for you uh, and don't cost as much, you can build up an audience using top of funnel ads, which are awareness and authority ads. So these are content ads where you target interests, you target lookalike audiences, and you send ads just to content that has no call to action. These ads are meant to help your audience become aware of their problem, because in a lot of cases, you will, you know, you'll target someone before they even understand that they have a problem. They're not even aware that they have a problem. So that's, that's one piece of, of awareness ads that you want to run. Um, you want to run content ads that help people become aware of the possibilities. They might know they have a problem, but not even know that it's possible to solve it. So you need to fill that gap. You need to help them become aware, hey, this is a problem that you have. Hey, this is a possibility for how your life and your business could look if this problem was solved. And then you want to run ads that help them become aware of the path. So what is, what is the, the, the system or the method or the path that they need to go through in order to go from that problem to that possibility? From there, you want to run ads that help them become aware of you that you're the person who can take them down that path, that they can know, like, and trust you. So these are four different types of ads all within top of funnel that have no call to action. It's just pure content, making them aware of the problem, possibility, and path, right? So you send all of those ads and then you build up this, typically they're video ads. So you're going to be building up um, viewers on these ads. Now, 
you've got a warmer audience that you can retarget to action ads. And these action ads are where you actually are getting them to take action in your funnel. You're getting them to opt in. You're getting them to give you their name and email address. And so for these, what you want to do is you want to mix ads that address emotional motivations, logical motivations, and ethical motivations that people might have to opt in. Emotional motivations. So you might show them a picture of you, actually I did an ad where I showed a picture of me giving birth and I said, um, what, what's more painful than giving birth? And I positioned, you know, um, manual marketing as, oh God, this is so much more painful than pushing out a nine pound baby. And so <laughs> that's really getting at that emotion in the ad. Logical motivations, that's things where you say, hey, you know, you might know how to get calls on your calendar, but do you know how to actually get people to say yes on those phone calls? No, you don't. Okay, here's the logical next step. Um, ethical motivations. So you might run ads that address your character and show that you are trustworthy or even address the ethical consequences of not solving this problem. How many people are you not able to help because you're not solving this problem. Okay, you need to solve this problem right now. Here's a free gift that helps you do it. So, I mean, this is, this is persuasion, right? You address emotional, logical, ethical motivations. You get them to opt in. From there, you want to get, you want to agitate that problem because not everyone who opts in is going to end up buying or scheduling whatever it is that, you know, you, whatever the action was that you wanted them to take in that opt-in campaign in that free gift. So you need to agitate that problem with retargeting ads. So that's when you go to everyone who's opted in but hasn't taken the action, you put more ads in front of them and you say, hey, let me just remind you of this problem. Hey, let me just remind you of this craving that you had. Hey, let me just remind you of this commitment that you, this is an urgent problem that you need to solve right now and you need to assure them. Assure them of you, assure them of your method, Assure them of your offer. Assure them of your price. Assure them about your timing. Retargeting ads need to agitate all of those problems and solutions, and they need to assure them of all of the objections that they might have. So if you're not getting results with your Facebook ads, it's probably because there's a lot that goes into Facebook ads. <laughs> and you probably don't have it all set up. You need to have all three of those tiers. <laughs> not just be that the ad is set up incorrectly, meaning the technical part of the ad. And I agree with you a thousand percent. I hire that out myself. My digital marketing agency, I don't do it for myself. I hire that out as well. And I encourage my clients to hire people as well. Um, but when you are making sure that what you are doing in the ad, so it's, it may not just be the technical part, it's where are you sending them? Because you and, you and Nate and I all three know that marketing has changed. You cannot just send them to an opt-in anymore. You have mm -hmm. to get them to know you, like you said, you on a personal level, not your business. Personal branding is becoming top of mind right now. People want to do business with people, not businesses, because the world has gotten so small or so big, I mean, that people <laughs> want to put that personal back into it. Well, and, and honestly, when most people get into Facebook ads and they want to scale their ads up, they assume, hey, I just need to find the ad that's going to work and I'm just going to throw a bunch of money into it. And that's actually not true at all. If you want to scale your ad, you need more ads with lower budgets. You need more ads that work 
And so having all of these different angles, these awareness ads, these action ads, these agitation and assurance ads gives you more of those angles so that you can have more ads that have smaller budgets. And that's what allows for you to scale up. Yeah, I love it, man. You, you have had such great content today and delivered you know, you were almost following your own ad structure in of itself. You're telling us like, this is how you solve it. And I just, I didn't even want to interject because I'm like, this is, this is gold. And I know a thing or two about running ads. And I was like, yep, she's, she's hitting the nail on the head. I loved it, Amanda. You, you nailed it and you gave delicious content, but just enough to, to get them wanting, wanting more. So hopefully, you know, you listeners will be able to you know, take some of Amanda's wonderful knowledge and advice that she just spewed out like a fire hose at us, and, <laughs> you know, just rewind and re-listen and save this episode and listen over and over, but, but definitely go. I mean, I think uh, to, to call Amanda an expert on Facebook ads is even an understatement and you guys need to go hire her out because <laughs> she clearly knows what, what she's talking about and she has the tools and the resources to make you know, your clients connect with you guys, because that's really what it's about. It's about solving a problem for the clients and letting them know that you are the solution to their problem. And Absolutely. She knows the steps and everything to make that happen. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Nate. And thanks, Amanda, so much for joining us on the podcast today. Of course. Thanks for having me. And thank you guys for listening. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Well, that's our show for today's episode of The Messy Backend. Thanks so much for listening. It's Nate and Sheila signing off until next week. That's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end that needs a little attention.